Hey, this is Dustin Ibarra, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. I thought everyone lived in Hollywood. Oh, hello, friends! Welcome to Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. Joined once again by a man who has thrown away his pants and underwear and is currently tickling his boner with a feather duster. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, guys. And transmitting to us from the great beyond, the bearded booger-eating ghoul known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. And here to kick off our... I don't even know what you would call this. Our post-500 legacy? The great Lori Levine is here. Phase two. Well, studio audience. Yeah. Yeah, This is. I guess this would be our, our phase two. We're just about to start seeing the Infinity Stones. <laughs> we got a, a cameo after the credits last week from Thanos. Now we're ready. Jeff got every one of those references. Um, I, I have to lead off with, I think you played the wrong theme song for this episode because I feel like we should be doing what the fuck did I just watch after that piece of shit movie I had to watch what? last wow, night. Wow, we're just getting straight Whoa. into this shit, huh? Well, it yeah, hurts. Right into it. Wow. Yikes. I okay, I so. liked you. <laughs> I hated every second of that movie. Of Judgment Night. You hated it. Of Judgment Night. Yes. I Even felt... the soundtrack? The soundtrack, no. The soundtrack was the only th- redeeming factor about it. And also the best acting performance in the film was Everlast when he died. What about the line where he says, I don't think he's coming up. Yeah. yeah. Everlast was the only he one that it. was taking this seriously. Thank you. Come on, the bad guy from Mask? That guy never mails in a performance. He was spectacular. I'm pretty Kevin, sure he's nominated. When Steven, when Steven Dorf at the end said, I'm too young for this shit, I threw my hands up and com- just completely giving up on it. Oh, that's it. Two shutty thumbs down. <laughs> I mean, in his defense, I think he was like 19 in that movie. Yeah, he was the kid brother. Yes. playing. The kid I know, brother. but that is such just a cop-out line from Lethal Weapon with Emilio just doing Loaded Weapon before this film. Can I just tell you guys, when I rewatched that film, doesn't, couldn't Kevin put, play that Emilio role? He you does kind of give off. so much of him. Yeah. He does I, give off Emilio vibes. I, am, I mean that I in am, a bad way. I am being typecast here. Like, that is my <laughs> wheelhouse, getting lost in the hood and falling into danger. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I could pull that off well. That would be believable for me. I don't know. People Jeff, would be afraid for you. Yeah. Jeff's, Jeff uh, doesn't watch many movies other than Netflix documentaries and Armageddon. And he came on, it must have been episode 498, because I think, actually, I don't, I don't remember when it was exactly, but Jeff bought the Blu-ray of it so he could watch it over and over and watched it, like, what, five times in one week, he said? Yeah, I mean, I've seen it like at least a hundred times in my life. It's it's a Clark classic, five dicker. <laughs> and- yeah, I told Kevin I'd give it six dicks. 
I I honestly think it's a great movie. Yeah, I I don't understand what uh, Shuddy. Okay, maybe the lines were a little cheesy, but it it wasn't going for like Oscar award winning di- dialogue, even though you know it should have been nominated. Dennis I, Leary I, was just a much less funny Edgar Friendly. Do you know what I looked movie. up? That that was the same year Schindler's List came out. So obviously they overlooked Judgment Night. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> that's a good call. Yeah. Steven Spielberg, man, he's just in the critics' pockets. That's all it is. I mean, not even to be funny, Jeremy Piven and Dennis Leary's roles in that film are better than almost any role I've ever seen. I will tell you, Cuba Gooding Jr., not his best. But the other two, I mean, they're those are great. They were really good. Jeremy, Jeremy Piven, Piven acted well, for sure. He's like your Judas. He's so great. I, th- I don't think he'd be Ari Gold if it weren't for that film. I enjoyed his, his like, slick dick, I can talk my way out of this persona. I mean, I gave it, so, Lori, I gave it 3.75 dicks. I was not expecting Shuddy to be so bummed out. Oh, so bummed out. This is on a very short list with Mean Guns and The Dead Don't Die. Okay, you're me. just being wow. fucking silly. Yeah. You're what being is silly. Branding? Come on. No, I am not. I went into this. Shuddy's doing a bit. I am. I swear to God, I am not doing a bit. I bitched and moaned during the entirety of the movie. Were you stoned? How Jeff could include. Yes, I was. Was it a bad Jeff stone? could include this with Goodfellas, T2, and Armageddon. Yeah, you're right. Maybe not Armageddon. Maybe let's separate Armageddon from those movies. <laughs> Do you guys know that we had Jeremy Piven on our show on the whole? And I wanted to ask him about Judgment Night, but I didn't want to offend him. You know, I didn't know if he felt like he was a better actor at this point. And it's the biggest, like, it pisses me off that 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 I didn't bring up Judgment Night. And then Jeff wrote to me, he was so good at Judgment Night. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> no. That's yeah, right. We, That's We had Piven on the Ella show a while back. And I remember we, like, he's, he does have a bit of a reputation for being kind of prickly. So we're like, ah, shit, I could see, I could see this interview going south, but he was pretty chill. Like we're like, oh, wow, that went way better than we thought it would. I feel like he would not have been bummed out if you brought up. I know. I wish maybe we'll get a part two going. Cause even when we did it, he was like on his way to get dinner with his mom. (laughs) I mean, if you're not, if you're not being ironic about it and you don't like come off weird, it's like. I would I would sell it's like dude I fucking love that movie I don't I don't know man like I, I, Wait, there's nothing to be ashamed of Shuddy boy when when they get to like the projects and the guy and Dennis Leary is talking to that kid and they want to go inside and Dennis takes his cash out and he says Say he starts like counting money and the kid goes I'm not going to take your money and Dennis Leary goes no you can't he- take my money but you can take my money that's not the best line in American cinema ever. <laughs> no. I say it all the time. I, I reference that all the time. Like when I'm doing like when we're, do it. We're Let pulling, me hear you, a man do it. When we're pulling money together uh, for delivery, it's always like, you, no, you cannot take my money, but you can take my money. Oh, and, so and, and good. The, chills. Chills yeah, right now. I, I, I didn't do as well as Dennis, granted. But yeah, and they're going back and forth. But right before that, the line before that, they're going back and forth. And he's like, man, I don't want that money. It's got blood on it. Oh, what money have what you money ever seen it? that doesn't? Yeah. Oh, God. Like, Fucking awesome. 
And it's, I will you know, admit that was a decent back and forth, but it like did not. We're turning shuddy boy because yeah. everything yeah, I'm giving not. him, he's like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that, that was, was good. But I, like I said, I really liked Everlast uh, at the at the end fight scene when he took off all, everything that was hiding who he really was and just walked around looking like Everlast. Everlast had like six though. heart attacks since that movie, probably because of how much he put into that movie. <laughs> I wish he did yeah. more stuff. I'd never really seen him act before. I was like, holy shit, because he's, he's also a, like, he's a close friend of the Ella show. He's done like live performances on our show and stuff, and we all watched you him. You see how thin he was in that movie too? He's like so young and thin. Now he's like, not that he's fat, but he's like stocky. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't look like the Everlast we saw in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, we all watched. I actually... Did I technically open up for Everlast? Yes, you did technically <laughs> open up I don't up even for know Everlast. the story, but yes. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I was not expecting him, expecting to see him in the movie, and I was like, holy shit, look at fucking Everlast go. He should he should be in more stuff. But, yeah. One I, of the best drug experiences I've ever had was rolling and seeing Everlast do jump around at the end of the set. That was probably one of the high highlights of my life. Yeah, I was hyped for that. <laughs> Shuddy Boy took his shoes off for that. Oh, I'm I'm good. when he says so, I am gonna jump around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was jumping for sure. You well, can't fucking be at an Everlast concert and not jump when it's jump around. I actually used to date a guy that's really close with Everlast, so the three of us would hang out. And he I'm was jealous. the coolest guy ever. He was telling me his mom loved Rosie O'Donnell so much because they're like, you know, the Irish thing and it looks so so normal and nice. Lori, it's been a minute since I mean the last time you were on the show is when you were actually in LA. So that's yeah, got to be it's what been like, like 3 six, minutes. 6 years ago, 7 years ago maybe. <laughs> I don't even know. Something like that though. How are things in New York right now? I know we were talking <laughs> in the uh the Easter egg a little bit. You haven't been getting your usual burgers, but is stuff sort of opening back up yet? Well, I will tell you, there's no tourists here. So that's what's missing. So people are back. The traffic is back. But like Broadway, I live near Broadway. It's like hay balls rolling through there. There's nothing. And they, this was like three weeks ago. I walked by a movie theater and it was still showing movies from January 20, like on the red marquee thing. It was still labeled. I can't remember what the movie was like. It's just like as if the world died and no one's touched it. The neon sign was showing January 2020 stuff. Yeah, I am legend. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was like you're in, like, you know, when you go to Europe and they still show like old movies as new movies. Yeah. Oh, when Harry met Sally. Cool. Let's check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the, the traffic is completely back to normal here. I had yeah. to make, um, san diego trips two weekends in a row and it was a four-hour drive there both times um when that, in um because i stayed locked down in manhattan all of march all of april they pretty much told us if you are in new york city assume you have covid so i didn't want to see my family i just stayed alone like went to the supermarket with gloves and a mask and like came home took like a uh, a shower for like 20 minutes, poured bleach on my body. But then 
in May, I said, I'm going to go see my family. And the New Jersey Turnpike had like me and one other car on it. Like nobody was going anywhere. It was, I went through the Lincoln Tunnel in about 45 seconds. Holy shit. But it's all back. Ugh, that's annoying. Do you, do you miss it? Do you miss the emptiness? I did like for driving. It was great, but the, so, you know, what's great. The subways are empty. There's like, cause you know, most people are working from home. And so when you get on the subway, I will say it does smell nice cause they're cleaning them. But the last subway I took, I'm sitting here and I'm like, what do I smell? This woman on the other side of the train, it was just three people in this car. She just takes out a cigarette, like a 120, like a big fat cigarette. And start smoking it and drinking a tall boy beer <laughs> in the subway car at like 420. I don't Damn know why right. I picked that time, but oh, yeah. <laughs> well, in the afternoon. I'm picturing the woman from Beetlejuice, like Juno, the caseworker. <laughs> that's who I'm picturing sitting there cracking open a tall boy and lo- lighting the longest cigarette ever. This See, was just like a 70 year old white woman just. In her own world, not homeless, like just doesn't give a fuck. I mean, if there's ever a time to not give a fuck, this is pretty much it. You're running out of I don't give a fuck time. I was I, I, most mad that she, she had to pull her mask down to smoke. <laughs> yeah, because I picture like if if everybody is working from home and nobody's taking the subway from, I mean, my experience of working in New York, that just leaves the people that poop on the floor. So I imagine if you took I the subway. I have seen two poops, I two different poops on the subway since this quarantine started. Like you saw the poop happening or the after aftermath? The aftermath, yeah. Which like again, I you know, whenever you're excited about a car, like, oh no one's in that one. There is a reason. <laughs> a turd. Yeah. There's usually a turd. <laughs> and you know it's like the sad thing is like, and I know this sounds mean. You know it's a homeless person's because it's dehydrated. Like I know it well. Yeah, they're always sad turds. Mm-hmm. Like the. Do you consider yourself an expert of homeless shit? Me or Kevin? No, you. You said you knew it well. Yeah, I would. I don't say, consider Kevin an expert at anything. Actually, poop, I would say yeah, like yeah. I have like a master's of arts in that. I've seen it. <laughs> like I can tell it from a dog poop on the street. Yeah, because I live the my new apartment. There's uh, an alleyway facing like facing me and then a busy main street on the other side of it. So I call it poop slime alley because there's always stuff in there and you don't know whether it's poop or slime. And my parking space is a dual tandem. So one of my neighbors parks next to me and we each have like two stacked spots. And the person I share that little space with has not moved their car since lockdown. That thing, wow. like, the tires are going flat. It's got an inch of dust on it, has not moved. And that creates the perfect coverage to make that the poop slime alley restroom. So I still go places and, you know, I'm going and taping the Ella show twice a week. So that person in front of their car between the wall, there's like five turds. And they're going to be. Have you ever seen it in action? No, I've seen a guy jacking off. And one time when my mom and sister came here and stayed with me, uh, I made us reservations at this fancy restaurant. So we all got dressed up all nice. 
and we walked around the corner to get in my car, and a guy was in my parking space currently blowing out the biggest crack hit I've ever seen in my life. Like, had the crack pipe, like, still close to his mouth and just, like, a Tommy Chong bong hit. It was insane. And I actually walked by a guy smoking crack a few months ago. It's a very unique smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no mistaking it. Yeah, so we had to walk through that. We're, like, fanning it out of the way to get to my car. Could you get crack contact high? Or does it not work like that? I'm sure. It does work like that, yes. It, you would need more than just walking <clears throat> through a cloud in a an aerated parking space. I'm, I think you'd have to like, sorry, shotgun Kevin. it in you. I'm sorry. Elaborate, Shuddy. It does work like that, you said. Yeah, be, if pot sm- if you walk, inhale enough pot smoke, you'll get a contact high. It's the same do you, concept. I do don't you have any know. firsthand experience? Not with secondhand, no. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. One, t- one time I shotgunned Shuddy a crack hit. <laughs> I oh, actually man. that's a don't I actually open hung, that fucking I, can of worms. I, I actually hung upside down and we did it like Spider-Man and MJ in the movie. <laughs> I was MJ. I was Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Man, that's hot. That should be a cover. Uh, photo. And Kevin was wearing a mask before anybody back then. Yep. Trendsetter. Oh, he was masked up for sure. Just mark my words. In six months, people will be smoking crack too, and I'll be like, you're welcome. <laughs> But so the other thing that they did in New York is they gave hotels over to the homeless. So like I live next to a hotel that um, they just gave it to single homeless men. So not families and not children, not women. It's just single men. So you can imagine what's going on in front and like no mental health help. Just you get to live in this hotel. And so we have a lot of extra crime now because of that. Man, that's probably like the nicest carpet those guys have ever pooped on. <laughs> Somebody showed me a picture from inside the hotel. And I mean, like the they'll, never, they'll never be able to. <laughs> it's like the overlook from The Shining. <laughs> what, what was the Cecil's like? What, like four floors are where the house, like the tourist stay and then you have like 17 floors of homeless people yeah pretty yeah. much now, now they're like trying to do the first four are luxury apartments and then the they're gonna leave the rest untouched it's like wait how the fuck could you flip a luxury apartment in the middle of a fucking in the middle of skid row well it's got that nice pool on the roof of course yeah i mean <laughs> views, you know <laughs> yeah well i have some some breaking news Lori, uh, you're probably not aware of this, but I took a little break from weed. Wow. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I get a little panicky sometimes when I smoke weed. and I do too. That's why I don't smoke. I get such anxiety. Yeah. And I, I have the reverse effect of, of most pot smokers. Like if you're having a shitty day, you can smoke your worries away. And if I'm having like a bad day or dark thoughts or something, the weed just amplifies the bad voice and quiets the rational, normal voice. So my my last remaining sugar glider died a couple days before New Year's, and it really fucked me up, and I knew that if I smoked, I would just think about him and get super depressed and make things a million times worse. So I, I stopped smoking, and then it sort of just continued on and on, and I was like, well, I don't know. I, I do feel a little bit more clear-headed, so I'll just see how long I can ride this out for. But then I saw Seth Rogen 
tweet about how he is launching his his cannabis company that he's been working on with his writing partner Evan Goldberg for the last ten years. And I was like, ooh, that, that actually that sounds enticing. And I I went to his website because he was like promoting it on Twitter and stuff. And all it was was a page where you can sign up and put your you know name and email address and shit. So I signed up for his newsletter. And I'm like, when the fuck is when is this weed coming? So I'm like, I'm looking on weed maps, looking at the dispensaries nearby to see if anybody's selling it. Because one of the big things that sounded cool to me was like, I'm going to be selling this strain. Wait a second, I actually have some of it here. This stuff, pancake ice. Wow. He's like, this is the strain that I smoke all day. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. I smoke the same shit that Seth Rogen smokes. And I saw him announce that, like, yeah, on I think it was March, March 11th. He's like, that's when the website goes live. So I woke up in the morning, I checked it, and it was still just the sign-up page. And then I, I refreshed it like an hour later, and I was in a digital waiting room. And it showed my, my queue number in line. Wait, this is like how I got my COVID shot, but go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like getting a PS5. This is how you shot for Top Shot. <laughs> so the damn, I'm in, I'm in 5,500th place in the line. <laughs> I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. And it's not, not, number. it's not even giving me an estimated time. So I just left the tab open and I'm going about my day and stuff. And then I check it and slowly, slowly moving up. And then I see people online bitching that the website's crashing and stuff sold out. And I think he was only he's only selling three different strains of weed at the at the moment. So I was like, shit. And I'm so I I, I was like, fuck it. If I'm still online, I'm I'm just gonna ride this out and see where it goes. I actually get in, and it takes me to the wow. store, and stuff was was in stock. So I just I threw uh, a couple eighths in the shopping cart and checked out. And then four hours later, this lady shows up in a car and drops it off. You got in four hours? Yeah. What's the price on it? It's sixty bucks an eighth, and then the tax on weed is absolutely insane. So I think each eighth was like another $17 in taxes. Yeah, it's like 30% tax. It's absurd. Gavin Newsom. Don't even get me started. (laughs) But I do like that maybe an an ex-NFL player had something to do with your thought process that you could smoke weed again. Oh, are you talking about Ricky Williams being on the Ellis show? Yeah, and you asked him specifically how to get back into it. I he, just, he quit the NFL to smoke pot. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, you don't have that kind of commitment. Loves weed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Does he love weed? Did he smoke during the, the show? No. But it was weird. We all I took a picture I guess he doesn't like afterwards. it as much as me because. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we all took a picture afterwards, and somehow me and Tully, the sober guys, looked wrecked. Beyond fucking wrecked. If you see that picture... <laughs> It's absolutely insane. We look like we just had a bong rip contest, and Ellis and Ricky were just perfectly fine. I don't know how that worked out. Wait, but- Kevin, so the the pot that you bought, does that make you feel okay? Well, I I, I tried it out. You know, I, I fired up my volcano for the first time in, you know, three and a half months. And- Did it smell like burning dust from all the dust that had settled into it? No, it's not like pancakes. 
I got I got a a keyboard air duster and <laughs> blew it out. Okay. But I I I think a lot of it was since it had been such a long break and the excitement of smoking Seth Rogen's weed. But I actually did feel pretty solid because it's it's really really potent weed. It's thirty three point thirty two percent THC. Is that high, guys? I don't even know. For flower, yes, it is. Yeah. Anywhere between 25 to 30 is, like, really high. Once you get over 30 and dealing with some good shit. Yeah. Like, I've, I've heard some people say they've never seen weed even with that high of a percentage. But wow. It, I, was, I was prepared to get blinked out of existence. I was like, this thing's going to rewrite my genetic code and I'm going to fall into the matrix or some shit. Is it sativa or indica? Or hybrid? It's sativa. Okay. Which I also usually don't smoke because it makes me more panicky. Right. But it was... I liked it. it was, <laughs> Did you get panicky? Did you think about the sugar glider? I didn't. Um, so I, I, I actually filmed it for, uh, for a video for our Patreon. I did a dank attack parodying Jeff's snack attack. And then I put on the South Park vaccination special. Because I think it was the day that that came out. And it was just me sitting there with my blanket, giggling at South Park. And when that ended, I put on more South Park on HBO Max and just watched some of the older stuff and caught a little case of the giggles. It <laughs> it did take some effort on my part to be like, don't panic, don't panic, don't panic. And then I went a day of no smoking and then fired it up again and did a really, really big volcano hit. And I watched that movie Slackers. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yes, Slackers is a great movie. Yeah, with Devin Sawa and uh, Jason Segel. And... I mean, Shuddy Boy wouldn't like it, but yeah, it's good. No, it's no Twilight. Taste. Twilight is the only franchise that Shuddy Boy's into. That is not true. Don't even. But I was like, hey, if I'm back in, I'm going to make a fucking thing out of this. So I, I, I popped some popcorn on the stove and melted some butter and... Oh cracked some sea salt over it. I got I got everything all set up nice and perfect. Cued the movie up, fired up the volcano, did a huge bag, and then I sat down and I'm eating the popcorn watching the movie, and all of a sudden I forgot how to eat popcorn. I didn't know no, what was happening. Weed. I was like, is this how you chew? And the popcorn started tasting like dust in my mouth, and I didn't even know if I was actually eating it or not or chewing on my cheek. I got ridiculously stoned, like eighth grade stoned. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I had to rewind. Were you the movie. able to keep it together during that? Yeah, was it fun? It there was about a five minute period where it was not fun, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I I kind of like clawed my way back to sanity. And See, that's that's the thing that I always like. I I understand the anxiety attack part of it because. There have been occasions where that's happened recently uh, with me in edibles and smoking. And it's just being able to sit there and convince yourself just that it's just you're just too high. That's all it is, is you're too high. And once it levels out, you're going to be fine. I hate it. I remember being young and I'm like, that part How the fuck sucks. That it's, yeah. I, like, I heard like people that were older than me say like, yeah, I used to be a giant stoner. And then I stopped because it started making me all panicky and shit. And I'm like, how is that? possible i can't even fucking comprehend that 
And now here's my fucking old lame ass. Bitching about, oh, 33% THC. God. I don't know how I used to smoke in college. Like, I, I couldn't even do it anymore. I never thought anything about it. I would just smoke and go to class and, like, do, like, research with rats, and I was fine. Yeah, I, I mean, doing a bong hit used to be like drinking a cup of coffee for me. It's like, crazy. Wait, Kevin, how many uh, dicks are you going to give this pod? How many Seth Rogen pod dicks are you going to suck? Well, I mean, if you're looking for something powerful, this is as powerful as it gets. Off of one hit from a volcano bag, I forgot how to eat popcorn. <laughs> so not even the whole bag. <laughs> what a testimonial. No, I filled it up one hit's worth. Okay. One hit wonder. Wow. Crashed. Yeah. If if you filled it up fully or multiple hits, could you have left it there this whole time and like walked over there and taken another hit? No, it does not no. keep very long. The particles, I think, just dissipate and stick to the inside of the bag and make it all like gummy. Yeah, like you have to, you, you have right about now. a minute or so before it's you don't really get anything. Jeff, I don't know if you remember this, but one time when you were over here doing the podcast, you were like, oh, hey, let's pack up the bong. Let's do some bong hits. I feel like bong hits tonight. And we packed up my 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 big ass bong. And I I don't know if you remember how panicky and weird I got. But I almost fell off the face of the earth from that one. I don't. I, I mean, I do remember the next day. You I just were like, know you as weird. Yeah, you were like, man, you were being a real fucking pussy last night with that shit. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. Okay. Now, now I believe. Yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. I believe you now. This shit had me more rock than that. <laughs> but you. I love Kevin's but, impression of you. Yeah, everyone does. I just gotta go with it, and I don't know. I no, I hate that good. I sound like that. Yeah. Apparently, according to everyone else, <laughs> which is just terrible because he, he sounds like a fucking dweeb. But it, but he's doing an impression of me. Lori, when you were out here last time, you didn't smoke any California weed? Uh, I might have because the gentleman I was staying with was, you know, like every other man in Los Angeles had like all these grow stations. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a prerequisite for being out here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's every man in L.A., I think. We yeah. all farm. You're right. <laughs> when I when I got my California's driver's license at the DMV, they gave me like a sprout in a tiny little potted plant. <laughs> <You're> like, Welcome. <laughs> well, here's your compliment complimentary sprout. Enjoy. Water it three times a day. <laughs> like when you're when I was stuck in traffic in LA, I couldn't believe how much pot I just smell. When oh, you yeah. stop, it's crazy. What else yeah. do you do in traffic? I don't, I don't even know. You do like La La Land and break out in song. <laughs> you could do that. I got a second Shady, string, too. Happening. See, the, that should have an Oscar. Parker is sitting on the love seat across from me, just staring at me and going, so is that's that what's happening. Houseplant is what it's called. I'm just waiting for the dog to like jump into screen and maul Shuddy Boy. Dog sounds pissed. Yep. Well, he might have to go out. So you guys talk. I'm gonna. All right. Oh, Parker, you're yeah. going to fire somebody, and you're pretending this. I'm not. I no. I do that right here. I don't. I don't hide for that. Shuddy boy, 
he never sleeps. Like we, even when we record Patreon shows on the weekend, we were doing supermarket queefs on the weekend, and Shuddy Boys take, <laughs> taking his phone out and firing people. Like, ah, sorry guys, yeah, yeah, business calls. Acai never sleeps. It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm sorry. This is what we have why, to deal with. Why are there so many bad employees there? Because Shuddy Boy trains them. It's a franchise. I mean, yeah, if you're paying hourly employees, you know, you're going to have certain issues. I guess they're like probably all actors too, right? Yeah, in Bethlehem. Yeah, for sure. A bunch of actors in Bethlehem and Quakertown. And you know how many actors are in Pennsylvania. Oh, is Shuddy Boy (laughs) not in L.A.? No. No. (laughs) He's in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. They're known for their... uh, yeah, it's a big uh, acting community. I think he that's where next... George Clooney lives. He right. lives next yeah. door to uh, yeah. Shroot Farms. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lori, yeah. we got to give you props on the whole. The wonderful Thanks. podcast, which is now, I, I guess you guys have switched formats to just like a straight-up interview podcast. Yeah, you know what's... We we always had people guess in and we were taping at the comedy cellar, which is, you know, the most famous comedy club in New York city. So when there were comedians going to perform, we'd like try and grab them to come up and people would come do an interview here and there. Cause it's a cool place to go. But then, and, but then when quarantine kicked in, people were like, Rob was sent, Rob Michaels was like sending out letters and people were like very much interested since they're home anyway. And we would like, couldn't believe some of the people we were getting. It all started with Tom Arnold. Who's the, have you met him, Kevin? Yes. The, yeah. One of the nicest people in the world. I think like, I think he's, he's so wait, what's going on, Jeff? You don't like Tom Arnold. I I think Tom Arnold's underrated. I, I love Tom okay. Arnold actually. Yeah. Also, I was about to really get pissed. Jeff, no, no, Jeff Tom and I are, fucking awesome. Yeah, we're big, we're big fans of his work in True Lies as well. Oh my yeah. god, Shuddy Boy, so, not so much. And the best part about him is like he he could have like secrets to the CIA. He would tell you. Like he, he he's just so honest and open, and he doesn't have every a filter. Time, no, and it's like we've had him on twice now, and both times he just like it's like over two hours, and I'm not bored. Like I I'm having so much fun listening to his stories. So Tom Arnold like opened he's opened doors for other people to come on, and Jeff wouldn't like this, but we kind of took a political turn, and then uh, we just kept getting really really great guests, such yeah. interesting people. What was it's it not like? That uh, I don't like it. It's that they wouldn't like me talking about it. Yeah, we're the one thing we are. We are like respect respect we respect them very much like we're not gonna start calling out their shit like we had anthony you, scaramucci on you fucking libtards don't don't fucking soft soap it <laughs> but like with anthony we had anthony scaramucci on and you know he like worked for trump for i think eight days <laughs> i don't think and, it was that long <laughs> no he made it known it was eight days and uh he got fired for talking shit to bannon yeah he said and, something uh, about sucking his own cock or something like that right yeah and, and then Mooch John the Kelly man. fired him. And but he still hung on to Trump after he was fired. He still like stuck up for him. And then all of a sudden he didn't anymore. And like when I asked him what what made you finally stop loving Trump, he goes, you know what? Like you come after my wife, then that's it. Like he, you know, he was so honest with us. Yeah, and then you guys had you guys had McConaughey on. Mm-hmm. And um Neil deGrasse Tyson. 
he's awesome. He's great. Yeah, he's another uh, he's another talker. You just throw a question Tim at that Robbins. guy and he goes. Tim Robbins, yeah. another legend. Funny thing about Neil, which I said on the air, I've seen him on the subway. He's like, he would be on the subway with his with his MacBook open, working, just sitting there like a normal person. And the man sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> He's so normal. Yeah, and then and then he he poops on a cardboard box, and then he gets gets off at his next one stop. poop though, not you know, just a quick one. Very hydrated, his poops. Yeah, it's like Orion's belt. <laughs> So I asked like, Tom Arnold about the best damn sports show. I I feel like he should a great still be on, show. I feel like he should still be on TV. I don't really get it. Yeah, that I feel like he'd great. be good and, with Barstool. Maybe I don't. Maybe they go in a direction he doesn't want to be a part of. But I feel like he would be good there. Yeah, he'd be excellent. I just fear he. I think he probably he has a daughter now, so. He's probably like changed a little bit. But the one thing I like about Tom Arnold the most is when you ask him about Roseanne Barr, he has nothing but nice things to say about her. Like he, you know, he says it was obviously it was a challenging relationship, but he's like, I couldn't even believe she took me under her wing. She was the biggest comedian out there. And she like believed in me. Apparently comedians like love Roseanne, right? Like most of them have like really good opinions her first big stand-up she does a whole thing and you got to remember the time I, I forget what year it is like in the 80s and she's saying like I would you rather kiss ass or suck dick like at your job for me I'd rather suck a dick because you know there's a beginning and an end and then hopefully a promotion it was like the funniest skit that she just did and she was a housewife still at that time she wasn't picked up yet yeah, she kind of fucked like, herself when she did the whole national anthem thing. Yeah, that was a really bad move. Yeah, she's had some missteps, for sure. It all kind of went down after that national anthem, I think. Well, at least she has her peanut farm. I think it's macadamia nuts. Oh, really? I knew she had some sort of nut farm. It's so weird because she's very kooky, it. too, and she just so happens to have a nut farm. Like, isn't that a little <laughs> on the nose? And in Hawaii, yeah, for it's real. so weird. <laughs> do you so? Do you have any like dream guests that you would love to get? On yeah, the of course, like Obama. Yeah, you, I think you're gonna have to take him with Springsteen now because they're a package deal. I saw. Well, I mean, then forget it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm at the point right now where I'm like, fuck. I really hope the world opens up again soon, so all these motherfuckers have something to do again. Like every cooped up famous person is just like, well, I can't go out and act. I'll just start a podcast. Like, yeah, I will say that some, I'm not going to name names, but sometimes we do a podcast with a guest and then they hit up Rob after to ask about how to create their own podcast. Oh man. I hope Rob is like sabotaging them. Like, so first what you want to do is you want to get an empty soup can (laughs) and then find the oldest computer you can get. (laughs) And, Pour soda in the speakers. Do you know anything <laughs> about electric <laughs> electrician work? <laughs> it's the even we have Tim Robbins on to promote his podcast. Yeah, do you think everybody's gonna once the world opens up and there's like things to do and movies to star in and like 
other things to do to get you to leave the house? Are all these podcasts going to disappear? Or do you think these motherfuckers are just going to find a way to keep doing it? I think they're going to keep going because I think that they're so easy to do. Sometimes I was watching one the other day where a guy was recording it in his car. So it's like he would be driving anyway. Why not put a podcast up? See, let me just clear that up a little bit. So everyone listening at home, it's not easy to do a podcast. It's really, really hard. You probably shouldn't even try. Yeah, I wouldn't even try, are you? It's really hard. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. No. Yeah. I mean, we did it nine years for free. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm not going to say anything bad about us and what we're doing, but you don't want to go through what we went through, all right? I agree. Shuddy fucking did a bong rip a piss last week. You t- I don't even yeah. know what that means. Oh, yeah, that is as literal, literal as it gets. Yep. Just yeah. Literally. Well, he okay. So think of it. The water was piss. He couldn't make a bong out of his piss. So it's better that you were here for the Oreo snack attack. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm we so do? Very lucky. What we do every year is we we make Oscar picks, and whoever gets the least amount right has to do a punishment. And Shuddy Boys, Shuddy Boy lost, and the punishment for last year was. You have to piss in a bong and then do a bong hit through it. And that's actually where this drop is from. I'm glad that's over with. (laughs) (laughs) He was like on the verge of vomiting, had finished his his hit. He took his medicine and then uttered this. I'm glad that's over with. While trying not to vomit. (laughs) Wait, how could you have done Oscar picks? They just picked them today. No, this was from last year. Yeah. Last year's Oscar. Because we usually motherfucker was ducking us for a whole year. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) We usually wait until we're all in person so it can be like a big event. And, you know, COVID hit. So it sort of just fucked us in the ass. And we're like, all right, episode 500's here. We can't do any like big event and invite people out and do something fun. So, Shuddy Boy, what do you say you pay up over Zoom? Any. He did it. Shuddy Boy delivered. Um, he unfortunately got some of his penis on camera, so I had to learn how to blur things out in iMovie. But, you know, that's that's the joy of podcasting. Even that's ten, a new skill on your resume right there. Ten years in, and I'm still learning, Lori. This job is truly is a blessing. And you let the Ellis Show know that you now can blur in iMovie. I can blur dickheads. <laughs> I've already updated my resume. <laughs> They're going to give you a raise. So they, <laughs> they did. I mean, you're right. They did put the, the Oscar picks out this year and we've been talking did about you guys like, pick? no, Shuddy and Jeff don't want to do it this year. They're over it. Wow. I'm over it hmm. because consistently, Lori, I am the one who loses. I come up with these terrible punishments and it ends up being me that has to do them. Do you think because they're like L.A. boys and you're kind of out of it, they're like getting the Oscar knowledge over there? Uh, yeah, we're using our insider. Intel. I do believe I have accused Jeff of that in previous years. I do. That does ring, ring a bell as some sort of argument that I've made. I just don't. I like a very specific type of movie. And they're usually like over the top action movies or stupid comedy movies. So I don't. Did no, you see um, Nomadland? Anyone? Kevin did. Yep, I saw it. What'd you think? Uh, wait, I'm... no, what did you think? <laughs> I thought it was great. I yeah, loved it. Yeah, you did. I mean, a, yeah, woman, you did. a woman pooped in a bucket. 
doesn't that do anything for you, Kevin? I thought you see that on the subway all the time. Not <laughs> by a woman. I have not seen a female do it. Oh, well, <laughs> you've never met pooping Kathy then. <laughs> she calls our Google voice line and poops all the time. She's awesome. Was I, that Francis McDormand? <laughs> yeah, that, that's Francis a clip McDormand from... Francis wishes. That's a clip from Nomadland. <laughs> well, Oof. just... I didn't even realize this, but notice I bring up two movies that both have an RV. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, so, Lori, I did... I must have a niche. I did watch Nomadland, and yeah. I can't get down with these... I'm a very sensitive guy. And if something sad yeah, happens, it you. ruins my fucking day. And these movies are so damn sad these days. I can't take it. No Madland. I will say the next day I was like, like, who do I have in my life? I was like reevaluating every. It's so thing. depressing. It's like ecstasy the next day. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good movie. It was good. It's beautifully shot. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not. I'm not casting any aspersions on the way it was made. It was very well made. It was well acted. I thought it was pretty crazy how basically, well, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago after I watched it. The only real actors in it are Francis McDormand and the dude from Good Night and Good Luck. Everybody else. Is that her boyfriend? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was Edward R. Murrow's in that, that Clooney movie. But like everybody else was an actual just nomad. They cast real people to play these, you know, RV dwellers. And that was cool. But it's a movie that pretty much doesn't have a plot. It's just Frances McDormand lives in her van. She poops in a bucket, and she meets a whole bunch of other sad people, and they poop in various size buckets. And at the Amazon bathroom. Yeah, and then and then it ends, and it's like, oh my god, I'm so sad. And they, I wanted her to live with the boyfriend. I know. I, I wanted something happy. At least there was, like, she pooped in the bucket, and that was funny. And there were, like, a few moments of some very dry jokes that got cracked. The And, and Nomadland, nominated for Best Picture, along with the other misery porn movie this year, The Sound of Metal. Did you watch that one? No. Everyone's talking about it, though. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. That's it's the so sad. the deaf drummer, right? Yes. <laughs> And they do these things where they knock the sound out so you're hearing like muted, muffled sound like you're a deaf person with tinnitus. It's a, it's a fucking panic attack. The whole movie's a damn panic attack. Just depressing, start to finish. Uh, so, I don't know. I, it seems like I'm in the minority here of people that just can't handle this misery porn stuff. Cause it's, what it's, else was nominated for Best Picture? Judas and the Black Messiah. Way, way, way that. better movie. Awesome movie. Yeah, it's real. It's good. He's good in it. Yeah, still sad and heavy, but good. Uh, Mank. I didn't like how it made the FBI look. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Mank. Uh, another. I, I was a little underwhelmed by Mank. No RV in it, I don't think. No. And no. Um, Mank. Eh. You know, Gary Oldman didn't poop in any buckets, so that'll only take you so far. I didn't see this. Minari. But I do love Gary Ullman. Did you see Minari? No. I want to see guys... it, but it's it's a $20 rental. I don't even know what it is. I, I don't know what that is. Yeah, me neither. I never even heard of it. It's a drama could be with making up words. Stephen Yun from Walking Dead. Oh. Oh, he's up wow. for Best Actor, I read this morning. Yeah. For that one, right? Yep. Yeah. So there's those and Promising Young Woman, which I enjoyed. 
uh, Trial of the Chicago 7, which I enjoyed. And The Father, which is an Anthony Hopkins movie that just actually hit theaters. It's only in theaters, like, right now. Uh, it's not even streaming or online. Do these anywhere. movies, do you guys, does this sound familiar to you? No. I had to look <laughs> That's up. That's why I, I never know what the, the fuck is going on in the Oscars. I only know Nomadland and uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. You didn't see Mank? It was on Netflix. No. You didn't You didn't see Trials of the Chicago 7? Or Trial of the no, Chicago 7? I know 7? what it is, though, thank God. But yeah. I've not seen it yet. No, you I've been watching Ginny a- and Georgia on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Do you try to only watch like Aaron Sorkin gal? Do you try to only watch like I, upbeat stuff? Being uh, no, I like days? depressing things. Well, there's quite a few I of them on that point. list. I after I saw Nomadland, that's when there's this Netflix show. You guys would probably all hate it, but it's called Ginny and Georgia, and it's like funny and just like it sounds. Like it's about a mom and a daughter, and it's like it's just awful for any man to ever watch, but. It made me happy the next day. I needed that film the next day or series. Do you have a go-to pick-me-up movie other than Judgment no, well, Night? Forensic Files. Forensic Files. Yeah. What the fuck is that? That makes me happy. I, that those... Do you know what it is? Do you guys watch it? I've we have, heard, I have the I've app. I've heard of it, I think, but I, what, what it, oh. isn't it so like a History Channel show or something? HLN. It's, it's murder porn, isn't it? Oh, it's so good because it's 30 minutes and from start to finish, you always know like who the killer is. Like you always, it's not, it's never going to be like, um, and they're still looking for the killer. They always get the killer. It's true life. Someone was killed. Usually, you know, a woman, a husband killed or got an insurance policy. They follow the forensic (laughs) evidence all in 30 minutes. Like absolutely no commitment. Like even if I turn it on, on a regular TV, not on the uh, Forensic Files app, like if I'm at my parents' house and I've seen it, I know I'm like, it's 16 minutes in and I saw it. I know I'm going to get a new one in 14 minutes. Like, it's just, I mean, it's the best thing ever. So your Forensics Files is Kevin's Parks and Rec. Yeah. Do you put that on when you just like get home and want to put something on? Yes. Yeah. Take your yeah, bra off. What- yeah, I, I almost always go to sleep breathe. to forensic files. That's because that's why I signed up for Peacock, so I can have The Office and Parks and Rec streaming. And yeah. added bonus, it has a twenty-four hour Bob Ross channel. Very pleasant to fall asleep to, I will say. Do you know that my my mom got me into forensic files? And one day she wrote to me. She knew we were both like watching forensic files. It's like from different. I'm in Manhattan. She's out in Jersey, and she wrote. One thing you should know, Lori, never murder someone because it, the technology keeps evolving with how they're going to find out who did it. Like, it was great, you know. Good point. That's that's great mother-daughter advice. Yeah, because now with DNA, <laughs> never kill they, anybody. Can, they can tell from DNA that it's like, oh, he has blue eyes. Like, they can tell that now. I mean, I have just have... Uh, a rule of thumb i just don't commit crimes i've learned yeah, I'm, I'm bad at them I, I get any when i was a kid anytime i did something wrong anything i wasn't supposed to do fucking immediately busted i was the least slick kid on planet fucking earth got caught every time i did something bad and faced the the hammer i got the consequences every time 
and it's turned me into a scared, meek civilian. I see police officers walk by, and I bow. I'm like, I will not jaywalk. I will tell you that this is, I was in Wawa the other day. I'm so jealous. I was so jealous. Oh, so good. And I was getting a coffee and there were two cops in the parking lot and I did not commit a crime. Obviously I went in, I made a coffee, I paid for a coffee and then I walked out and I was so nervous seeing the cops, even though I did nothing wrong that I went out the wrong door. Oh, and and they gave you a ticket for it. And I was walking around the parking lot, which now caught their attention. And they asked if I needed help. And then I walked back to my car, which made no sense to them. I was so, and I was like, I'm not going to leave till they leave. Cause I know I'm going to like reverse into another car. I, was, I got so freaking nervous. They're, they're probably thinking you're definitely shaking a bag of cocaine out of the, out of the, like the bottom of your pants. Yeah, so you I just got sat in my car drinking. I'm like, they're gonna have to leave, right? They have to. So you got it's on their the radar. Crime. I paid for my coffee. You got on their <laughs> radar being a weirdo, and then you sat in your car and acted even weirder. Now that you know they yeah. were paying attention to you. Yeah, just sitting there drinking a coffee, which they've already forgot about me. They're back in conversation. Man. I just get real nervous with cops. I don't know what it is. I did nothing wrong. I paid. It was a dollar sixty-seven. Because you watch too much damn forensic files. Yeah, but the thing with forensic files is they always think they're smarter than the cops. And you only need one good cop, one detective that knows what he's doing, and that's it. He's going to put it all together. Yeah, and a lot of these times it's these guys, you know, first they're it's just their first time dunking their toes into the crime pool. And these guys are, you know, sun up sun down catching crooks and looking for clues and shit. So you're you're really at a disadvantage. Your your mom was right. You should never kill anybody, Lori. No. Solid. I couldn't live with that guilt. Like I'd have to or not not that I'd have guilt, actually. That's the wrong word. I Yeah. Paranoia. I would just always think, is today the day they're gonna come get me? You wanna hear some shit? I one time had a dream that I helped somebody bury a body. I don't even know who this person was. It was just like some faceless person in a dream. But I helped them bury a body. Had no role in the death of that person or anything like that and woke up and for months thought that I really did hide a body and was like paranoid that the cops were coming. See, if we lived in minority report, they would have arrested you. That's a good point. Remember that movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Precogs. Yep. It would have been on your bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be in jail. Very good movie. No, I mean, not judgment That's- night good, but I like it a lot. I like that movie a lot. Shuddy Boy, did you like Minority Report? I've only seen it once when it Shuddy Shuddy Shuddy. And I remember You only have to see it once. I love Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder is a great Tom Cruise movie. What are your thoughts on Days of Thunder, oh. Lori? Um I rem I I don't remember it that well. I remember thinking it's okay. It's where he met Nicole Kidman, right? They yep. fell in love in that movie in yeah. real life. Dude, I love Big Mama's house. What are your thoughts on Big Mama's that, house? Isn't Days of Thunder though? The, isn't it the same as every sport movie? Like Might he's as well doing be. well, he gets injured, has to do well again. It's like it's Rocky, it, right? It, yeah, pretty much. But not every sports movie has a hospital wheelchair race between Tom Cruise and Michael Rooker. That is but true. But I think we had that in Born in Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn it. I think she's on to something. Damn it. Not not a sport movie, but I'm you know, Tom Cruise here. All right, Top Wheel Gun. Chairs, what Tom about Top Cruise, Gun? Yeah. I think that's the same story as Days of Thunder. Shuddy Did he get injured? What did he Shuddy no. swears Top Gun and Days of Thunder are superior, far superior to True Lies. Oh yeah, you're oh. A, you're a Tom Arnold stan. Where do you how do you I, feel about that? I'm gonna go with uh, True Lies here, but I do think Top Gun's an amazing film, and it is a film that, unlike Nomadland, you feel good after watching it. Oh, I yeah. think that everyone that has seen that when you're under 16, you're like, I'm going to be a fighter pilot. I remember saying, I have 2020 vision, you know, I have like no hand eye coordination at all. But like, I thought that I could be a fighter pilot. Yeah. Take my breath away. Top Gun is yeah. one Francis McDormand shitting in a bucket away from a five dicker in Shuddy Boy's eyes. It No, it is a five dicker. <laughs> yeah. Is he, that your favorite movie, Shuddy it's, Boy? It, in my top five, absolutely. Yeah, he was what else flirting with this? Mount Rushmore territory. Uh, Field of Dreams. It's a great movie. Um, Chasing Amy. She, she's never Scott seen Pilgrim versus the World. I've seen it. And Goonies. Interesting. She hates your your movies. It's so they're all very much on the lighter side of things. So, so nothing like in in uh, two decades that you liked. Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim, yeah, that's like ten years old. I, I think mean, at this not, point, I've seen. I love all the Marvel movies, but I don't. There, I wouldn't put them top five just for longevity reasons because these are all movies I've loved since I was a kid. Most I feel like. I feel like most of the classic movies or movies that at least I would consider classic in the last 15, 20 years, say about 75% of them are starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. I will tell you my favorite movie. Let's see if you guys can get to this level. Have you ever seen Heat? With Val Kilmer? And yeah. Robert De Niro? Oh, yeah. It's the greatest it. cast yeah. ever. Okay. Yeah, okay. I didn't hear the T I mean, not the Armageddon, end. but sure. I, I thought you said, have you seen He? And I thought that was like a prequel to Her, the Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> movie where he falls in love with his phone. I was like, what the fuck is He? Oh, yeah. Where he heat. changed the fucking tone. I one time for Mother's Day, I bought my mom Heat on DVD, knowing that she would give it back to me. Because you wanted it. Because it's so fucking good. I mean, <laughs> this movie at the end, when Val Kilmer is very hurt, he was shot in the neck. He's going to get his wife. She's there with uh, Al Pacino. Well, he's not there, but he set it up. She's going to turn on him to the authorities. And he sh- she walks out Spoiler. and she sees him and she goes, she gives him like that move. Chills. So good. You know what I've Wait. discovered recently since uh, the new year? I've discovered old samurai movies. There's a whole bunch oh. of them on HBO Max. And I've been watching them like a fiend. I recently just blew through. Have you ever heard of Lone Wolf and Cub? No. I have not seen the actual Lone Wolf and Cub. I am familiar with the parody that they do of it on Bob's Burgers. This might surprise you, Lori, but me and Kevin are single. (laughs) (laughs) These things, I'm telling you, it's, it's, they're like from the 70s, and he's this 
fat, blobuous samurai. He kind of looks like somebody just gave John Lovitz a katana. And this chubby motherfucker just slices people up. It's like it's like Kill Bill, like when somebody gets a limb chopped off and his neon red blood is just like a fire hose. These movies are fucking wild. There's, there's, but isn't this what Quentin Tarantino like, like watched all the time before he wrote? He had to have. This has to. They have to be a huge influence on, on Tarantino because they have that. They start with like the campy '70s porno music, mm-hmm. and then this fat, goofy motherfucker just walks around and just slices people up in a, in a heartbeat. They're and they're they're quick movies. They're like eighty minutes long. There's six of them. They're all on HBO Max, and they are ruthless. This fucking guy cuts down like women, children. He doesn't give a fuck. His fat. Is ass, it the same guy in every film? Yeah. And this, they must have filmed them all at once because I think three of them came out in 72 and the final one came out in 74. And the little boy, who's the cub, he's got to be like three years old or something like that. And he doesn't get any older through all six movies. But I'm telling you, they kick so much ass. I was, I was having the time of my life. They're, they're a huge Tarantino vibe off of them. What is the lead guy's name? Do you know it? Oh, I got to look it up because it's it's a long name. Let me see. Uh, and it's it's based off of a manga. Yes. And the guy who wrote the manga wrote the screenplays for them, too. So the guy's name is. Tommy Saburo Wakayama. Hmm. I wonder if he's still alive. Oh, no, no, no. He died. I think he he might have died closely after the last ones. Actually, no, he was in Black Rain, the uh, Michael Douglas movie. So he might have made Black it to Rain. the might might have made it to the nineties. But yeah, or you you're like really good at pretending like you care about things. I'm impressed. <laughs> I am interested in it. When someone's really passionate about something, I I do like that. When That's what keeps me like, around. So engaged about this film. I just started watching because I, you know, I signed up for HBO Max and they have a lot of Criterion movies. So I started watching some older flicks like uh, these old Akira Kurosawa samurai movies that are like in black and white from the 50s. And I just, I was hanging on every fucking second of them. This is like sober Kevin, just like, oh, like they're so fucking good. I did go on a brief Kung Fu movie kick when I was, went down that really deep Wu-Tang dive that I went on. Yeah, Shuddy went through and listened to every Wu-Tang album and then every Wu-Tang member's side project album. Shaolin. uh, One of my neighbors has a sign outside their, or on their lawn, you know, where it's the type of sign that says, like, voted for Trump or voted for Biden. Does it say make a, make, Something great again, make Shaolin great again, no. or something. No, well, it says uh, presidents are temporary, Wu Tang is forever. Like, I've oh, seen that, that on sweet. Instagram. The yeah. the people, the young couple, two houses down from me, had that out during election season. That's good. And when they came for trick or treat, I was like, that is just. We had thought about buying that, and then you put it out two days later. So that's awesome. Couldn't jack your style. 
Yeah, that's a trend that I would love to see spread. I feel like if if I had one of those, if I I mean if I had a yard and not an alley full of poop and slime, <laughs> if I put that up and then I saw my other neighbors putting it up, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah." That wouldn't bum me out. You could probably no. write that in the dust on your neighbor's car that hasn't moved. It's so gross, but it's being guarded by some pretty fierce turds, so I don't want to get that close to it. <laughs> it's a moat, a turd moat. Yeah. It's like, I really wish this motherfucker would move their car at least once or twice so these people know that this is like, like they see the dust, they see that car never moving, they're like, this is where I shall shit forever. Have you, you know? Have an- Sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. Have you ever seen the paper towels that they use that like our napkins? That's what gets me the most disgusted when I see the turd. And then I see that they also wiped and just dropped it on the, on the ground. That's the weird part. I never see the teepee. So they're just walking around with stinky, poopy asses. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This is a bummer. I, uh, (laughs) I watched another movie. I actually watched a, a recent movie. Have you guys heard about, um, I, I fucked it up. It, it, uh, 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 boss level. I almost said final level, but boss level. Yes. No. Heard of it. It's a Hulu this, movie with the, Frank Grillo. Do you know Frank Grillo? No. He's <sighs> crossbones to... in Captain America. I was trying to find a, a reference she would get. Oh. Yeah, that's not helping me. Sorry, that's all I know him from. He's in a lot of action movies, but he's never really the guy, but he's the guy in this one. And it's another time loop movie. I feel like they're doing a lot of those lately, like Happy Death Day, Palm Springs. What is this called, Boss Level? Boss Level, yeah. Wait, has it got got Mel? Oh, okay, I know this dude. Yeah, Mel Gibson's the bad guy in it. Oh my god. What so a it's change of uh, pace, but okay. It's an action. It actually got seventy four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is high for a movie like this. It's a good flick. It's for a movie that I didn't know was coming out, and then I heard like some of the Puminati talking about how dope it was, so I fired it up, and I'm starting to get a, a wear a little thin on the the Groundhog's Day time loop movies, but this did it pretty well, like a time loop. Dude, Naomi movie. Naomi Watts is in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty solid cast. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ken Ken Jung is in Gronk it. Gronk is in it. Jeff Gronk is in it. Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, know. you know I'm that? He, yeah, he's the I guy. He's the guy in the helicopter with the minigun. So he just keeps getting killed <laughs> over and over. And when he gets killed, he respawns in his bed, immediately getting attacked by this dude. And he has to like uh, Mel Gibson runs this company where they've created this big crazy machine that ends up being the cause of the time loop and he pretty much just has to find his way like he just keeps getting killed and learning lessons and then he meets up with um michelle yo and she teaches him how to use a sword and he like keeps getting killed over and over so he could train with her solid flick it's quick the only bummer is the ending ending gets a thumbs down for me did, they were doing did so they well. decide to go live in an RV and not pursue life with humans? He poops in a bucket, but we <laughs> see it from the bucket's perspective. It's brutal. <laughs> Out of nowhere, terrible way to end a movie. No, they just, without spoiling much, it's like, oh, fuck yeah, we're gearing up for the big thing. And then the credits roll, and it's like, wait, what? You just had one no. more scene. One more scene. 
Oh, the hate with the Sopranos, huh? Nice. Yeah, like there was no reason to end the movie where they ended it. I don't, I do not understand it, and it is, a, it is a bummer. Wait, are you guys excited for the um, Sopranos prequel? I, I never watched. I haven't even heard of that. Neither have I. What? I, I am excited. Uh, I need to rewatch the Sopranos. James Gandolfini's James Gandolfini's real life son is playing James Tony. That's that's cool in some respects. That's cool. That's cool. I'm not gonna hot take that one. Sopranos kicks ass. I'm gonna rewatch the Sopranos. I say that a lot. I've seen it. Like I saw it when it was on TV. My parents just fucking love Sopranos. And that doesn't feel like a story that would be bad. Like I, I feel like a good called, prequel. Um I think it's called Newark. The many saints like of Newark. Yeah. By the way, Who's- just putting this out there. My favorite acting performance ever is James Gandolfini in True Romance. Yes, he's wow. excellent in True Romance. Oh, it's so it's like unbelievable. He's like has to, you know, kill her, but he respects her and it's like a duet and oh, it's so good. So great. I don't you I don't hate that take that at all. Guy. I uh... Thank you. I'm more of a, I like the Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken scene a little bit more, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Vera Farmiga is playing Tony Soprano's mom. Is she? Hey, Tony, why you don't do your homework? (laughs) She's she's hot. All right. Well, before we wrap things up, what do you guys say we listen to a couple? Voicemails. Yay. Oh, is it going to be the poop girl? We'll see. You're not that lucky. Yeah, she really only chimes in on special occasions lately. Um, you know, I'm just looking through the caller I'm ID. Sending I... you guys pictures from the subway because it's always my oh, my girlfriend do. was on it today, and someone took his penis out and just stood next to her because there's she was She's alone. That hot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And this was like going to the Oculus, which is like where the world trade center was. It's like, there's an Apple store. Yeah. This guy was a banker. <laughs> <laughs> she was, He's like, she huh? wasn't ready. She wasn't in penis sight mode. I got, yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of confidence. He wasn't homeless. <laughs> so crazy. What's going on. Yeah. I walked by a guy. Cause I, I said, mentioned on the other side of poop slime alley is a, is a major street in studio city. And I was walking home from getting some takeout. And this homeless guy gets up from a bench, pants and underwear around his ankles, and he just waddles out with his, like, hairy dick and just gets to the street and just starts pissing into it. And this was at, like, 2 in the afternoon. And dude's just pissing in broad daylight on the street. Like, oh, wow. And the thing that pisses me off, like, I've had a similar experience happen a few times. And I'm always like, don't look, don't look. You know what's happening. Don't look. But I look just like it's a car accident on the side of the road and someone's decapitated. Like I look and then it ruins my day because the person's never circumcised and I see everything. (laughs) You should carry around like a cigar cutter with you. (laughs) And every time. Yeah. Whenever there's a subway flash, you'd be like, Mazel tov. (laughs) I I don't have cash, sir, but what I do have is a four-inch razor blade. Huh? Snip, 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 snip. Hydrogen peroxide. 
<laughs> yeah, and then I have a lighter to, you know, s- cauterize the wound afterwards. What do you say? Uh, this is for you, not me. <laughs> okay, I think, judging by the attempt at transcribing this voicemail, I know who this is. <laughs> Mad Scientist Party Hour. Mighty Boogness here. Wanted to call and wish you guys a happy 500th episode on 420 Monday. Ooh. You're probably already recording, so I missed it. Yep, but I missed it. Smoke one for me. I love you guys. Miss you. Congrats on 500. Feels like just yesterday that I was there for 200. And God damn it. We're all getting old. Uh, yeah. You guys rule. Boognish loves you. I love that person. Speaking of Boognish, he got the uh, Seth Rogen pineapple, uh, pancake ice weed as well. And so this guy, he works at G-Pen. Like, his career is weed. He is a <laughs> big-time stoner. Smokes the fuck out of weed. He did two bong hits of it and was completely thrashed. Wow. So not it's not just narcs like me that are getting whooped by this stuff. Like, even seasoned veterans pros. like the Boognish. Yeah, the yeah, pros. professionals. Yep. Not to be fucked. Oh. All right, buckle up, Lori. So we have... This new guy who started calling the show. This is the first time I've ever, I've ever seen this. When people call, their phone number shows up next to their message. Yeah. This one's just, it just lists the law firm this guy works at. So. Allegedly. He calls and just absolutely shreds us every time. Selena and Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. It's another it's another long one, so this is a, this is a major podcast here on Lori. This is impressive. What a- Oh, I'm I've sweat building up. Jeff and oh. Shuddy, prepare your butts cuz I think we're about to get thrashed. Gentlemen, my name is Mike Hopkins. I'm the head of Amazon Studios, and it's my job to scour the marketplace <laughs> for talent, and I've never heard anything like your show. It's the most cutting-edge program I've ever heard. To have three hosts one a trans man, and two mentally challenged man-children. It's in checks boxes that haven't even been created yet. Wow. Now, your life is about to change, and I'm going to explain to you very carefully how it's going to change. The first of you, the one with the deeper voice, you seem to be the one who might be able to actually read a contract and interpret the information you seem to have your halfway together while the other two flounder around in their lives trying to survive. That's not the kind of person we're going to partner with for this venture. If you can read, not interested. So you're fired. I'm very sorry to report that. And we're going to replace you with either, either maybe an animal or a plant, perhaps. The second of you, the trans man who does impressions, you're going to be the face of this package. And I need you to wow. me. I need you to close your beady little eyes and imagine this. Imagine every single bell billboard on Sunset Boulevard featuring your androgynous head sitting atop <laughs> your nude, pale, shapeless body. It's Tilda Swinton's head on the body of one of those creatures from The Descent. It's an oh. image that's going to be burned into the heads of every American three months from now. Now the last one of you. You. Yeah, I want to hang out with him. You. 
you are going to be the breakout star of this whole thing. When I hear your voice, I know. four words keep running through my mind. Cerebral palsy, Ray Romano. You're going to be a hero for every mentally disabled child in the world. As I speak right now, we are creating a prototype action figure of you. And I want you to imagine what it would be like when you have millions of mentally challenged children in a hundred countries with your action figure. Oh, my God. They're slobbery, moaning mouth, sucking on the, your rubbery, non-toxic head. Imagine what that's going to do for the self-esteem of every kindergartner who eats paper, every teenager who has Velcro on his shoes, every grown man who walks to a urinal and drops oh, this his is one take. ankles. You're not going to be a star. I love this, man. I don't know your name. You're not going to be a star. <laughs> You're going to be an icon. So listen, I'm sure you guys have representation given the quality of entertainment you're producing. I'm going to reach out to them and get this whole thing started, but your lives are about to change. Ciao, baby. It's exciting. Gentlemen, as somebody you, who got Hopkins. a law degree on Google, I say you sign. Like, this is the deal. <laughs> I want I, I want to be in business with this guy. You're right. I pray he writes me in on the next voicemail. Please let me have a part, <laughs> even if I'm just serving food. <laughs> I don't know how he does it because Google Voice cuts off at three minutes. That one clocked in at two minutes and 53 seconds. And he gets that close to the buzzer every time. I see the list of all the calls. He never like calls in and fucks up and needs another take. One take no, every, every time. He's, he's with best. Amazon Studios. Yeah, they have their shit together over there. Yeah, that's a good point. I got Alexa's think... telling him. She's like, you have four seconds left. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, I, I, I will give him one little knock. While Cerebral Palsy uh, Ray, Ray Romano, Romano? Is, is good, head injury Yoda guy is still, that's still his top burn on you. Wait, I love that he called Kevin Tilda, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think Cerebral Palsy Ray Romano is my favorite thing I've ever been called. <laughs> I think he, that should it shouldn't say the dragon anymore. Oh, yeah. That's very, yeah. I, I, I used to change that until we realized that it doesn't show up in the recorded video. Yeah, but just to annoy Jeff, you should do it. Oh, I, I do every now and then. The, the last time I did it, he was Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> However, Laura, you know I'm unflappable. You can change my name, whatever. You're not hey, going to beat me off my what game. What the fuck? I'm not fucking head injury Ray Romano, you fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Doodlesmacher one? What was that? Oh, Jeffy Doodlesmacher? <laughs> oh, what, there was a supple one, wasn't there? Yeah, supple doodle supple smocker. Doodle smock. Supple yeah. doodle smocker. I would love to hear more voicemails from that lawyer. I mean, he does them like at this point, I would say once a month. I That's mean, a, they're more bi-weekly. This was his third one. He called in once and was like, I don't know how I found you guys. I stumbled upon one episode and then spent three minutes just thrashing the shit out of us. Just reducing us to like quivering children a pile of like, ash yeah <laughs> i want to hang with them There's i a... i would do any i would pay to fly there to see this man i have a feeling he lives out there i want to google his law firm but i like the air of mystery i don't i just want to leave it where it is i don't want to ruin it yeah yep. it's like when you google someone's net worth 
just don't. Yeah, not exactly. worth it. Changes it. I'm gonna leave this where or, it is. Or like somebody watch, tells you they don't like peanut butter. Watch the law firm be some. I didn't want to talk about that again. Watch the law firm be like some sort of reference. Like if that's if that's the case, this guy might be the goat. You know what? Like, like in two like years, a, that we're gonna learn that the the law firm is just another subtle dig at us that we just didn't get. <laughs> yeah, or it's like from a movie or something. Like it's not like it's a bullshit law firm. It doesn't really exist. And when you Google it, it'll take you like to Lemon Party or something. You know. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna Google it to find out. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blow this guy's spot up and and, and announce it. This guy is just. He's just going to roast us until he gets bored of no, it. No, unlike Nomadland, this is ending on a happy note because that voicemail was nice. Yeah. 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 I enjoyed, and he's like a real fan. I mean, those were really deep details about you guys. Either sure, that fan. or he just hates us so much. He's just perfected it to an art form. Either Remember way. in the Howard Stern movie? Pig Vomit says, the people that love you are averaging listening, whatever it was, like, 45 minutes a day. The people that hate you are averaging listening to you an hour a day. This is, that was the perfect reference. That's exactly what was in my head. I could care less if he hates me. Thank you for the voicemail. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope he's subscribing. I hope so too. Probably not. <laughs> if you take him at his word in his voicemail, he's probably not subscribed. But I do have to get yeah, if you if you take him at his word, he's listened to us once and he's just hated us that much. <laughs> I really love I really hope that's the case. I love that. That he that just subplot. can't stop thinking about ways to tell us how much we suck. Yeah, that one episode chafed his ass so much that like anytime he has a free minute, he's like, I'm gonna call these fucking idiots again and just roast them. A free Can three you minutes. imagine if he's pooping in poop alley? <laughs> oh my god he's just if mine was blown yeah he's just, and working in a law firm <laughs> yeah he's devoted all of his free time to just making our lives hell <laughs> well i do i do have to give um props to the puminati so we tried last week to get a thousand itunes reviews before episode 500 hit and, and we did it we did it you know by the time we, we, we started recording it hadn't updated yet but the next day we were we had like a thousand and twenty two or something like that. So the reviews were there. It just didn't update the page. So shout out to you, Puminati. You guys are fucking awesome. Yeah, you guys showed up hard. You got us over a thousand. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the day of it went from like nine ninety two to like nine eighty. It went down. And then the next day it jumped up like fifty. And it's like what the How does fuck? it go down? Because again, it's like algorithms, internet algorithms, bullshit. Like you, the the reviews were there. It just took a second for Apple to register. So yeah. Fuck boys. Well, Don't even well, keep me going on Apple. It's about to be a thousand twenty three. So fuck yeah. When I get off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lori, thank you for for joining us. I really really miss you. Uh, I've known I miss you, you. I've known you for probably close to fifteen years at this point. Yeah. Just from crazy. Yeah, when I used to work the the phones at Superfan Roundtable. Those were the days. Yep. My favorite thing about those days was the free pizza. Isn't that sad? <laughs> <laughs> That's was, sad, right? That was some good New York pizza. I always bring that up to Rob too. I I'm like, I don't know why it just made me happy. Well, and send, like send Rob Stern. 
The days that it was late, like some days it wouldn't get there till after the show. I was so mad. And it's like, why didn't I just buy a slice of pizza? You're just no, sitting there I, in like, front of a microphone. It. You're like, I'm not saying shit until I get a slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd like someone would come in and take a pie and say, I'm bringing it back to whomever. And I'd be so fucking pissed because now I got a ration. <laughs> <laughs> Well, send our best to Rob Sprantz and Fortney and Franco and, you know, Mr. Prince, PP. Prince Charles, uh, whoever the next fucking megastar yeah. you guys have on is your next interview. Did yeah, you guys I reverse having... Rooney rule? Black Joe? Is he still around? Black Jojo Black? He's, uh, he moved to Pennsylvania and we've not heard from him. I think Rob sends him texts here and there. Put, put him in contact with Shuddy. Shuddy's in Pennsylvania. Oh my God, you should hire him. He he's probably really good with Asi. Is that how you, you say it? I, I you 100% Ossiai. should hire him. That motherfucker, <laughs> dude, he worked we, we worked together me him and Sprantz and this motherfucker put up a 76 hour work week one week. And, and a Monday through Friday he put up 76 hours. Like this motherfucker was the most committed. But I will tell I've you if you tell him to be somewhere at 6 p.m. He will get there at 9 p.m. He will stay and do all that needs to be done, but he time is not his thing. You don't want to get me canceled. We'll tell. Yeah. If if Black Jojo Black joins the show, we'll tell him the same record time as we tell Jeff. Hey, we're recording (laughs) at noon. Well, yeah, we're doing noon today, and then they both show up on time at at three. Yeah, he's in. He's on time. You were on time today. I was, yeah. Kevin was late. I was not late. I was on time. No, he was, was a minute time. early still. I was check. Okay. I was clocking you guys in, making yeah. note. Fucking hall monitor over here. Yeah. <laughs> like Kevin. Oh, Kevin still you, has a you minute. Snitch. You don't smoke pot and you record the times that we clock in. <laughs> That's Jesus right. Christ. Got to in the book here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so everybody check out the hole. Featuring Lori and Rob Sprantz. Um, what else you got to plug? Instagram, or are you not really using that that much these days? Just to... I mean, I use it, but I keep it on private. So, ah, smart move. Yeah, that's the way. Yeah, because people are weird. They are. They are. Yeah. They will send you DMs of them pooping in boxes. I mean, if I could get that Amazon Studio guy to call me or write to me on Instagram, I would. <laughs> you don't want to open up that. Just door. remember, Mike Hopkins. So if someone requests you and it's Mike Hopkins, you accept that one. Dude, I'm accepting it, and I'm, I'd be. I mean, it would make my year. It's only yeah, March. My year DMs. would be made. And thank you everybody for listening. If you need more MSPH in your life, please check out our Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. And our YouTube has been up and running for months now. YouTube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. We get the full video episodes up, minus the Easter egg. We keep those audio exclusive. And uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. We're not private. At Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff R. Records. And at MSPH Podcast. You can also check out Jeff's other podcast, Fade the Media. And what? Oh, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay. If you're an actual Amazon exec, hit us up. It's 201-472-0139, or you can just shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. Shuddy, you got anything? 
No, sir. Wait, I don't want to limit it to Amazon. Hulu, it's also open for you. HBO Max, this is open for you as well. Good catch. Crackle. Trying to we'll do Crackle. Deal here. If you bring back Quibi, yeah. we'll be on there. H- HLN. Pluto <laughs> TV. Anybody. Just get at us. And send Shuddy Boy some He-Man toys. But until yes. next time, something. Fucking blimp. Blimp, boom, blimp. Oh boy. Hope my voice isn't blowing out. I guess we will soon find out. Let's get this Zoom bing boing up and going. E-e-e. Okay, open. Check, check, check. Got levels. Do you have them, Jeff? Yo, yo. Hi. What's up, Lori? I can't hear. Oh, there's Kevin. What's up? Yeah, New sometimes it takes huh? What's up? New apartment. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've been through Oops. a couple since you were last in L.A. It's big. No, that's just the fish I bulge on the webcam. Trick photography. All those, all those pictures. They're very tiny pictures. <laughs> like um baseball cards <laughs> yeah yeah i frame all my cracker jack baseball cards uh how's my audio sorry for, sounding it sounds good okay sorry for making you guys come on in a weird time no it's fine that's one of the nice things about uh us having me especially having a looser schedule yeah, and me to being go. the boss, so I can make my own schedule, <laughs> and then Jeff just being an unemployed bum. <laughs> yeah, Jeff wrote to you know how I like posted like doing R and D on on a Judgment Night. Yes, and, yes. And Jeff wrote, "What's R and D?" Oh, <laughs> I should have kept that for the air. <laughs> now we're recording. This is the Easter egg. Oh, good. Man, what's R and D? Jesus Christ! Well, like that's totally someone who's unemployed wrote that. You know, <laughs> someone who can't hold a job. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the most Jeff Clark Jeff Clark questions I've ever heard. Oh shit! It ranks right up there with him saying that all potheads are hippies. He said that? Yep, he did. And I go, Jeff, aren't you a pothead? He goes, yes. And I said, are you a hippie? No. (laughs) Like, but would he say like some of these rap dudes are hippies? I was trying to describe to him what patchouli smelled like. Oh, (laughs) say no more. (laughs) And that's where, how hippies came into the conversation. Like, Oh, I see Jeff is busting out the power cardigan. That's when you know it's going to be a good show. I have the, a cardigan on the, the chair behind me in case I get chilly. Oh, man, I'm cardiganless. So pumped yeah. you're here, Lori. What'd you say? I'm so pumped you're here. This is wonderful. Another this good-looking person to help me carry the dead weight around here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, this is special. 
Are you recording? Do we have video rolling? Not Are we rolling? No, video is not rolling. rolling. <laughs> Sound. Because, as always, I forgot to give Kevin recording privilege. I want to kill a couple birds with one stone here. I got a busy fucking week, busy month. I'm in the weeds. And, uh, why, wait, why are you so busy? I heard you guys knocking or shutty knocking my employment situation. It's actually fairly strong, Lori. I have, you know, but I just don't ever leave my apartment. It's all, I'm only writing about sports, sports gambling, but it's March, March madness. Uh, the NBA's busiest month is this month. So like, I'm just doing like seven or eight posts a day, essentially. Puss in boots. Pretty busy. I got some snack attacks queued up and jalapeno cheddar poof parmesan poof so i'm busy i'm busy with fun stuff but but that's why i uh, hopped off camera i forgot to get my oreos situated but i want to do me i want to do an easter egg snack attack now Lori, my snack attack is pretty much the greatest brand on the internet unfortunately we put it behind a paywall so a lot of people don't usually get to see it uh, it's exclusive to our Patreon subscribers, and it's where I butt just, cheek fuck me. I try review and bullshit <laughs> snacks. Uh, mostly, fuck it's, yeah, I want a cupcake. Mostly, it's candies. Every now and then, I'll switch it up. But wait, have you done the Lady Gaga Oreos yet? I haven't found them. No. There's nothing the special about the Lady Gaga Oreos other than the, the color. The pink wrap. Oh, for real? I thought they had a, a different flavor or something. No, they're just the vanilla Oreos with with <sighs> a cool colorway. Oh, I need your guys' um, regular eyes for a second. Am I blue? Yeah, you have a blue tone. Damn it. Yeah. I thought it was cirrhosis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just one giant varicose vein. I'm telling you, it's because of the backlighting. I know. I thought I, I had just, it turned down enough. Hold on. I just, I just smiled because... Shuddy giggled. I, I don't even know what cirrhosis is. It cirrhosis? I don't yeah, know. it's yeah, a failing cirrhosis. liver. Yikes! That's not you know, dangerous. Mickey that's Mantle like, had cirrhosis. It actually that's, makes you yellow, not blue. Soon. But I didn't have a blue joke. Kevin too has soon, a Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mantle's been dead for over twenty years. I know. I don't like to talk about it though. Big Yankee fan over here. Anyways, one of the only reviews that. Snack attacks, I don't put behind a paywall because it's so important to Puminati culture, is Oreos. Hello? Society as a whole, Jeff, it's important too. Uh-oh. Lori, Lori's moving. I froze, I froze okay. for a sec, but I think I'm back. Parmesan yeah, poof. The hell? Isn't your connection good? Don't you guys do this shit like every week with, with almost as big of celebrities as us. I don't know what's going on. I know. It's just like... With Matthew McConaughey, it works fine. You guys, we're just work. too we're, just the com- the combination of our good lookingness is too much for it to take. The, the yeah. electricity we bring to the internet just makes the Wi Fi unstable. I got you, girl. Anyway, well, yeah. so I have not opened these yet, but one of the children must really enjoy them because there's a whole row missing. A whole sleeve already. is gone, or one of the and hamsters I, got into I, it. I, I haven't done that. I mean, I would. Sorry, Jeff. I keep cutting you off. No, it's that's good. This is a team snack attack. It's fine. I want to hear the story about why you why you're missing a sleeve in your I strawberry think, jelly donut Oreos or strawberry donut Oreos. Excuse me. 
Just because one of the children likes them. Fuck yeah, I want a cupcake. So describe the Oreo, Jeff. <laughs> I'm just here for the, the eating of the Oreos. I actually left the package in the other room. You have the package on you, right? I, I do. Have, I have two different Oreos here. One of them I already had before, but they're fucking probably the greatest Oreos ever. And I want to go on the record with that take. And then we have the other, the newest, the new, yeah. We have the newest Oreos, which are the strawberry frosted donut Oreos. Um, How did you find out about these, Jeff? I saw them on Instagram for a while, but truthfully, my my brother picked them up. He saw them at the grocery store. I just saw them at the grocery store, but you're going to have to talk fucking work. I'll be right back. Oh, you're firing someone. No. This is is like a new bit we have, Lori. Shuddy fires someone like every podcast. Yeah. Do you think he's doing it? Um, uh, that's what we we like uh, to think. Yeah, I right. hope. Or else, what is he wa- waste wasting our fucking time? How many for? how many acai berries did he drop? Eight fires yet? He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shuddy's like a uh, a made man over at Big Acai. If you don't know, yeah, he's a big Anyways, big exec. Didn't know this. Yep. So I'll, I'll do the Oreo that he doesn't have. Get that one out of the way. And what I think is probably the the greatest Oreo ever made. It's the chocolate peanut butter pie Oreos. If you see this around you, Lori, Lori, you don't I actually strike don't me eat as peanut someone butter. Who, right. I was going to say, you don't strike me as someone who eats a lot of sugar. No, I do. I do. I have no business like, like having me? one chin. Yeah, no, I'm disgusting. <laughs> okay. But, no business having one chin. But I will tell you, I don't like peanut butter. I know it's weird. I get a lot of shit for it, but I don't like peanut butter. Hot takes. That's, that's a hot take. Yeah, it's such a hot take. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it. I don't want to even discuss that. That's very unfortunate. We could never date, so that's a deal breaker for me. Dare you? I Anyways. like almond butter. Oh no! <laughs> I hate to break your heart like this, Lori, but you've dri- you've driven Jeff even further away from your heart. <laughs> yeah. There's- I had macadamia butter the other day. That was good. If I saw this, any of this bullshit in a Tinder profile, I'm swiping left. All right. So it's <laughs> it's a graham flavored cookie with peanut butter and chocolate uh, cream. Now, it's haven't we done these before? We have. Pop. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I we just have. Again. But he's doing it again. Well, you know, you know what, Shuddy? You're the one who had to fucking take a break to fire someone. So I need to kill some time. All right, I'll get it done <laughs> fast then. Huh? I love Jeff's Oreo tongs. You want to know the? <laughs> oh yeah, this I is left, a gift from Shuddy. I can't get I my dainty fingers all crummy. On the coffee table, and came home, and one of the dogs had just completely chewed it into a million pieces. Sharon panicked, thinking it was an action figure, but it was just my Oreo tongs. Unfortunately, oh, something <laughs> equally as worthless. I got you. <laughs> yeah. For some yeah, reason, you look like the dude. That's exactly what I'm going for. That's my brand. This aggression uh, will not stand, man. Yeah, the dragon abides. Um, <laughs> all right. So, again, I just want to go on the record. The chocolate peanut butter pie Oreos, the graham cookie. I would suck like seven gram crust pie dicks. Wait, <laughs> seven gram pie crust dicks. That's how many I would... I, I love graham cracker graham pie crust. I was trying I so hard cracker. not to laugh over graham. that drop. Oh my god! I, how about I mean, 
How do you feel about Graham cracker pie crust, Lori? Oh, I love it. Like a cheesecake with a Graham cracker pie crust. Oh my God. Jesus. So good. You're going to give me a boner. Just chill. All right. <laughs> All right. So the second cookie or, well, the Kevin, only cookie. Kevin, why don't you have has. cookies? Because hey, nobody Kevin. told me. I, f- I found this out like an hour before the show. So I didn't, I didn't have time to go. There was it. no discuss. Jeff was like, I'm going to do a snack attack on these Oreos. And I'm like, oh, I have them in the cabinet. We it was not to... planned. It just exactly. was. Which it's calls just that the... we, Jeff and I know, well, Jeff or Bill and I know what's needed for this show. And you just don't happen to look in the Oreo aisle when you go to the grocery store, Kevin. I just have a bitch ass grocery store. They, they get like um, fucking regular flavored Oreos and fudge dipped Oreos. That's it. No, no cool oh, ones. I yeah, live in Manhattan. I don't even think I could get Oreos. Like everything's organic. Yeah. Don't they like tax Oreos? It's like an extra 20%. A sugar Probably. Tax. Bloomberg did Fuck. that. I think. Fucking the block. Oh yeah. I want to talk about it. We don't, I don't do well with politics, Lori. Uh, so this has three, two different creams, uh, a strawberry frosting. We got a little confetti in here. And do you, it calls it glitter on the package. Lori, the way but. Jeff enjoys his Oreos is very disturbing. Uh, I'm going to give you fair warning if you would like to turn. He's your... going to lick that cream, isn't oh, he? I, I am performing cunnilingus on this Oreo, 100%. It's so brutal. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just do enough licking to get the job done. <laughs> You'll never get a, an up-close personal view of that after your oreo or after your peanut butter take what kind of cookie is this <laughs> damn it <laughs> is this i'm, I'm so sorry we invited like, you on here just to crush your dreams Lori. <laughs> yeah. i'm just Ugh. it's just a joke Lori. i'm just doing this for the show you know i don't think you know you haven't moved on my power rankings what <laughs> what kind of cookie is this what do you, do you mean no shuddy that looks is like it a just peanut a, butter is it just a uh vanilla just cookie a vanilla Golden oreo cookie? Okay. Yeah, it's just a golden Oreo. So usually, like, it's crazy. I do these snack attacks usually by myself. Sometimes here or there, I'll do it with one of these guys, and I'll go like ten minutes reviewing a snack. I just go. Yeah, on we're about to or... go on twenty here. So if you chose, would like to <laughs> at some point give a review so we can start the show, that would be sweet. Yeah, my beard's growing in. They're very yeah. good. I actually wanted to break down uh, Shuddy's favorite donuts with them since this is a strawberry frosted donut we, we can skip that you're right we're getting short for time uh yeah we have stuff to go. get into right away i'm glad that's over with i Shana, wish we you were doing your... donuts oh chocolate peanut butter pie oreos 98 on the snack attack score mm-hmm. oh, that's the snack attack score shuddy can you give your strawberry frosted oreo review real quick these are really fucking good Oreos. I'm not usually a big fan of the the vanilla Oreo cookie, but it, it's awesome. I would definitely put this as a top-tier Oreo for me. I feel like this following just the big hammer dick chocolate peanut butter pie Oreos is just Well, that's like not underwhelming. a comparison. Yeah. That chocolate big... peanut butter pie Oreo cookie is top-tier. Like. Yeah. A one is it? As the yeah. kids would say, yep. uh, I'm not a big like strawberry frosted donut guy. I honestly. am. I am. Oh yeah, you like donuts, Lori? That's something we can we can. That's my favorite over. thing about Los Angeles that there's like a donut shop everywhere. Oh yeah, there's tons. So of isn't them. it? Isn't it so random? Like how good LA does donuts? 
Yeah, you wouldn't think so. No, that and burgers. You, that's something we we have to talk about, actually. (laughs) I'll tell you the best burger. How stoned are you, Jeff? uh, Not very. Uh, I comment on literally like 94% of the burgers Lori posts to Instagram. Yeah, but unfortunately, due to COVID, I've been like slacking on burgers. You can't, like getting it delivered is not worth talking about. Why? Postmates burger? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just like dries out. It's not the same. Well, when I hear you. I think the strawberry Oreo is pretty good. Again, I got to grade it on a curve. Oreos, there's been some legendary ones over the years, and I wouldn't put that in that kind of conversation. I'm going to go ahead and give it a 78. Again, it's on a curve. It's not just a straight taste score. I don't have to break down my algorithms. 78 is what the algorithm landed on. I'm glad oh, that's should... over with. I'm glad that's over with. I'm at 84. I don't know why I was just muted. So 84 on the strawberry frosted. 84 donuts. on the strawberry frosted. All right. Let's just get into it. What, what snack has gotten the highest rating? Uh, it was the peanut butter filled chocolate cupcake with peanut butter frosting that I had in a local bakery. I didn't even want to do a snack attack. I was so fucked up and it was so goddamn delicious. And I just, I just had to, I just had to go on camera with it and tell everyone it was the place is called sweet Jill's since second street in long beach, peanut butter filled chocolate cupcake and peanut butter frosting. I, I would suck eight of those dicks. If it's I the first it time that, that Jeff has ever cried during a snack attack. Yeah, I was I was moved. Yeah, oh, it's so wow. beautiful. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to just I wanted to get a whole bunch of them and put them in a bathtub and just kind of eat them. Like, you know, eat my way out of the bathtub if you want. Have you gone to uh, Long Beach again since to get it? I live in Long Beach. Oh, so the answer is yes. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> it's a once a week thing. <laughs> From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. I thought everyone lived in Hollywood. <laughs>